Welcome to the Joy Felipe Bruce podcast. Sister Joy Felipe is a daughter of Bishop Dag Heward Mills and the senior pastor of the Fountain of Life Cathedral of the United Denominations, originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches. The Fountain of Life Cathedral is a thriving church of young, energetic people full of life for the Lord. Sister Joy is also an itinerant minister of Dag Heward Mills Ministries. She travels extensively, holding pastors' conferences and bringing ministry-related books by Bishop Dag Heward Mills to the nations. She is the evangelist of the Blessed Salvation Crusade. Now be blessed and refreshed as you listen to this inspired message by Sister Joy. giving the announcements take your seat ashes i suppose i have to tell you to put chairs out so i'm waiting for you to do so because we've seen only two of our four or five buses so far so quickly 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 just put in the the chairs wow let's take a couple of announcements just one or two announcements amen this tuesday is valentine's day amen a club is not going to do you any good. A midnight, uh, what? Something, 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 somewhere will not do you any good. But right here, we're going to have a night to remember. A night of dinner together. A night of a lot of interesting things that are going to happen here. Amen. Now, some of you, as you are sitting there, you don't even know how to dress properly. Are you there? You are wearing flat shoes because you can't wear heels. So this is your opportunity. Over here, tell your neighbor there is no shame. We learn. So please, wear your heels. It's an opportunity to practice wearing them. Don't wait until your graduation day. I was telling the service last night that there was a lady who waited till her graduation day and she fell down three times in the end to come up for her certificate. Two guys had to balance her arm on arm because she had not practiced. 
but we can practice on Tuesday. Please turn to the nearest girl by you. Tell her that, no, wear the heels and practice. Young man, every day you are in T-shirts, T-shirts, T-shirts. You don't know how to wear a decent shirt. It's an opportunity. Tell neighbor it's an opportunity. It's an opportunity. Yeah. You don't know how to tie a tie. There's going to be somebody on hand to just help you out. Help you out. <laughs> so just get yourself a ticket. Are you here? There are some of you, you, you don't know how to use fork and knife. You don't know how to... Ashes, I'm waiting for you and you are taking too long. Lady Reverend, they should bring the chairs up to here on both sides. Please, hurry up because there are two buses that haven't arrived. Ashes, you are too slow. Are you in the church? Please, ask the nearest guy to you. Do you know how to tie a tie? I can almost hear a young man say, oh, but why do I have to tie a tie? Don't be a bush boy. You are going to learn it. Hey. So there are many, 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 many interesting things happening. Hello? Many interesting things are going to happen. Hallelujah. I don't know why they are moving all the chairs. Why? They cannot just put chairs down. What is that? Young man, did you see what I said? Somebody should direct him. I said, bring it here. Ah. And turn it by the side, Master. Yeah, I won't quite, won't quite so I won't. So that two of them can fit there. And just be fast. Some people should get up and help them, please. That's it. That's it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. That's it. Ah. Harding. All right. Powerful. I don't know who asked you to move human beings. I don't know who asked you to do that. Okay. I'm just waiting for them. Now, the second announcement is that there's going to be a prophet in this house. Amen. Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, one of my brothers in the ministry is going to be visiting us. He's a very powerful man of God. Amen. How many of you were here the last time he visited? Were you blessed or you were not blessed? All right. Okay. Now, let me tell you something. We don't only eat one food in order to grow. Remember, in this service, I'm going to continue sharing about how we grow spiritually and all that. It's not only one food. Uh -huh. So this is also a meal that you need. Tell your neighbor, it's a meal you need. It's a meal you need. Hallelujah. Some of you, as you are walking here, your village demons have followed you, but you don't know. And you just need the insight of somebody to get rid of it. You, you are not aware of it, but you suddenly realize that you are free afterwards. I hope you understand what I'm saying. Do I need to ask the ashes to do the same thing on the other side? Okay, let me ask them to do the same thing on the other side. Hey, please, some chairs should arrive. Fast, 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 fast. I don't know why only two are carrying. If everybody carried, there will be more chairs around. Please, bring someone to this side. Yes, thank you very much. Thank you very much. Bring it a little forward. You can bring it a little forward. My suggestion to you is that, dancing stars, just fill these chairs for me. Eh? Just fill it for me. Uh, film stars, just fill, yeah, just get up, fill this one. Yeah, yeah, beautiful. So that others coming can just slide in there. It will work. Cry. 
Sir, neighbor, it will work. That's all. Hey, then the rest of you just fill the rest of the spaces. Beautiful. Is it working? It's working. All right. So allow us to do the rearrangement before the word starts so that we can just flow. Asher, so we don't expect to see anybody arriving and standing. Just direct them to sit in their chairs. Okay. Film stars, are you okay there? Please, I need two more rows there to fall because some people, when you bring your frowning face to church and come and sit in front, it's not interesting. Ask your neighbor the face you have. It does it help the preaching or does it hinder? Ask your neighbor. Ask your neighbor. <laughs> All right. Beautiful. Uh-huh, that's better. Now it is working. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. All right. That's it. Uh-huh. Yeah. I mean, I don't see why I should come early to church to sit behind somebody who is late. I don't, I don't get it. I don't see it. Okay. I want to go on to continue today what I've been preaching for some time. Ask your neighbor, are you growing spiritually? Do you understand your salvation? Okay. Please, those who have been my demonstration these few weeks, I beg you, please arrive here. Eh? Okay. I, I want to just... Um, beautiful. Where are they? Where is... Oh, our, our spirit ladies have not arrived. And they are chasing some of you who will not get up early. Who is going to replace them? Who? Who? Obumo. He doesn't respect you. Your shepherd today, your friend is your shepherd. No, 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 no. Oh, friend is Ambraon. <laughs> lady, we find me a, a petite young lady to come. And I don't, I don't want a man. They are not spiritually sensitive enough. But it's true. Oh, if the Holy Spirit can come and walk around and leave, cry, you see. Okay, so we have been learning. And I was sharing with you, these are great principles that are here helping you to understand your Christianity. Or even when we started, you realize that some people, you now realize that you are not even a Christian. You realize that you were born into a Christian home and you, you were just coming to church. Christianity is not a religion that you, you are saved by birth. There are a lot of religions like that. You're a Jew because you were born into a Jewish family. Do you see? You're Muslim because you were born into a Muslim family. But Christianity is not one of them. God does not have grandchildren. Everybody is a child of God. And so you must now link up to him. So your mother can be a pastor. Your father is a pastor. Your grandmother is a pastor. Your grandfather is a pastor. Your great-grandmother is a pastor. Your great-grandfather is a pastor. For 16 generations behind, when you come... You must receive him for yourself. And that is the scripture. Are you understanding me? So I began to explain it, to unpack it for you to understand. 1 Thessalonians 5.23 It tells us, it gives us a very important point you must understand. In this scripture, he's talking about something, but then he says... I pray God your whole spirit, soul, and body be preserved blameless. And then he goes on 
to talk. Now, he's sharing something very important with us, which is that we are three in one. Tell your neighbor, hello, three in one. So from today, you have no problem understanding the God you serve who is also three in one. Is that okay? And he says, spirit, soul, and body. And throughout these past weeks, we have been demonstrating with that. Now, the first principle I shared with you is that man is a spirit, he has a soul, and he lives in a body. That is why one day they will say you have died. When we get there, your body will be there. But something has left you. Something. That thing is your spirit. We learned from a teaching that Jesus gave how a rich man ended up in hell and the rich man could see, he could feel, he could be thirsty, he could be in torment. What had happened? His spirit was still alive. That's why if you are sitting here, you have been thinking that hey, my problems are very plenty. I want to care myself. Then it will end. I've come to inform you that it does not end. Your body is finished, is there, but your spirit is, and your soul are still alive. Your soul is the part of you, your mind and your emotions. Hello? Your mind and your emotions, they are here. Also very important. Also very important. So when you say, I had a broken heart, the heart, the body needs, okay. If that one breaks, you'd have been dead long time. But you know that something has happened to you. And you say, I've had a broken heart. That broken heart, Mangana, that thing is in your soul. Are you with me so far? And as for your body, you know it. You bath it, you feed it, you dress it. For many of you, you that's the only thing you take care of. Even your mind cries not really working. <laughs> hey. So the first principle that we learned, man, I'm going to buy because some of you don't come to church regularly. Man is a spirit, he has a soul, he lives in a body. Then I went on to share with you that the spirit of the unsaved man, the spirit, not the body, the spirit, the spirit, are you there? Is dead and desperately wicked. And I shared with you that that was what happened to Adam and Eve when they sinned in the garden. And from that time, the spirit of man is dead to God. And that was why Jesus came. Because when he came, he paid the price for us. And he was the one who told us in John chapter 3, somebody came to visit him. He said, I am one of the elders of the Jews. And he came to say a lot of things. And Jesus just told him that, look, you have to be born again. And the man said, hey, my body should re-enter my mother's stomach. He said, no, 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 no. That which is born of the spirit is spirit. That which is born of the flesh is flesh. And there are many of you sitting here today, this morning, listening to me. You are a good girl. You are a good boy. You like to do what is right. But your spirit is dead. And in the same way that you and I, we cannot live with our relatives that we love, who are dead. We have to leave them and bury them. In the same way, God cannot stay with you when your spirit is dead. He has to leave you. Hello? Are you understanding what I'm saying? And that is why Jesus said, 
you must be born again. That is a spiritual birth. Only one part of you is born again. Lady Rep, please find me another small person. <laughs> okay, they said, Yamidia, you should come. She's also now coming. Oh, I need a small, some smallish young lady should just volunteer. What is that? I shouldn't be begging you. Oh, Irene is here. It's okay. The original has come to collect her post. We have missed you. We have missed you. Camerama, excuse her, please. Okay. So right now, stay right there for me. Stay right there. So when you now come, when you now come, you hear the word of God. You understand that you need to be born again. And in Romans 10, 9 and 10, he tells us how to be born again. He said, it's not enough to just believe. It's not enough. Why is it not enough? And it goes, listen, in James chapter 5, the Bible says, even the demons believe. So you're believing in God, dear, it's even useless. On its own. It's useless. Satan's people, they believe. They believe. They believe. They not only believe, look at the scripture. James 2.19. Thou believest that there is one God, you have done well. The devils also believe. They don't only believe, they tremble. You as you are sitting in your chair, right? you are not trembling, you are sitting there. Hey, that means as you are here, insofar as you have not given your life to Christ, your state is the same as the devil's. The same. Because they too, they believe, but they have not done anything with it. So if you actually and truly believe, then you must now confess Jesus as your Lord and Savior. That you understand he paid for you. And when you pray that prayer, Romans 10, 9 and 10 says, confess it with your mouth. The thing you are believing, that's what the devils cannot do. They can't confess Jesus. Yeah, they can't. They can't. When you do that, what happens? Your spirit is not just made over. Your spirit is not just like we repair it, we put some makeup. No! You are born again. Another spirit is given to you. Hallelujah! So if you are here, you see when you stand there to pray that prayer, it's like nothing has happened. But I came to tell you that what happened was a completely spiritual thing. Your spirit was changed. And that brings us to principle number three. The spirit, not the flesh. The spirit, not the mind. The spirit, not the emotions. The spirit of the saved man is alive and is truly holy. Amen? The spirit, that thing that is in you, that life that you have, the spirit of the saved man is righteous. What does it mean to be righteous? Righteous means you are in right standing with God. So the spirit of the saved man is in right standing with God and truly holy. Not his emotions, not his flesh, his spirit. Are you understanding something this morning? The next thing I shared with you, which we were on last week, was that when you are born again, that is when your spirit is now born again, it says, you are now a new, your spirit is a newborn baby and it must grow. Your spirit is a newborn baby and it must grow. And I spent time last week sharing with you because there are many of you here who have given your life to Christ. You are born again. If Jesus were to come tomorrow, you will get into heaven all right. But that's all. Uh-huh. 
That's all. Because you are a spiritual baby. Remember, that's why she sits on the floor to show you that, look, as your mind is getting more sophisticated as you have come to school, and as your body is getting fatter because you are eating so much, hey! <laughs> your spirit, when, it, when he gives you a new spirit, it's a baby. And the Bible says that, like how a newborn baby desires milk. Have you ever seen some newborn babies, a friend of mine's baby, came out already doing this? <laughs> the father took a video of the fresh baby. And the baby had just arrived and they clothed, you know, put something down. I can't wait. He's like, I can't wait. I need something. I can't wait. That is how when you have now given your life to Christ, you must desire the word of God. You must be there say, I need to hear the word. I need to read the word. I need to understand. I desire the word. Nobody should have to be waking you up to bring you to church. You should be in a hurry to come. Amen. I watch many of you these days as you come to church, you don't even write notes. No wonder you don't know Nero. No desire. You see, you are trying to pretend that you are something that you are not. You are trying to pretend that you will remember the service. You won't remember. By the time you get back to your room, you are forgotten. But let me tell you something. When I got born again, I desired the word. Unlike you, I didn't have access to the podcast and those. It didn't exist. I would arrive in church with my notebook and I would write every scripture and the point that the pastor made. And when I go back to my room from Monday to Saturday, that's my quiet time. I will learn every scripture by heart. Some of the scriptures I'm quoting here, I learned them. That's when I learned since, since that the demons believe and they tremble. It's not a clapping matter. If you consider yourself. That's one of the reasons why many of you have been Christians for a long time. But honestly, in terms of knowing the word, you are in kindergarten. You don't know Nero. If you like, let me take a microphone and start asking you scriptures. Hey. Am I talking to some people today? <laughs> Lady Rev is ready with the microphone cry. Your mouth is always ready. Yabi, yabi, yabi. Sharp things. You have sharp things to say. There are Christians who are here. When we talk about tithing, you open your mouth and say, What is that? The pastors these days, they are thieves. You are an idiot. If you are a Christian, open your Bible and read it. Did you not read where Jesus said, You must also tithe, but add this and this and you didn't read it. You didn't know. If I ask you, where is the scripture about tithing? You don't know. That's why some unbeliever... If I put your hands together for the, for the film stars. The reason why... The reason why an unbeliever can get you to stop paying offering is because you don't know the word of God. 
Jesus was speaking. You see, some people say, oh, the tithing, no. It is in the, in the Old Testament. Look at it. Woe to you, scribes, Pharisees, hypocrites. You pay tithe of mint and nice, cumin. In other words, that even the spices they were eating, they were tithing on it. But he said, look at the bottom. These ought you to have done. So you should have done that one, but not leave the other undone. New Testament. So Jesus gave credibility to the tithe. He didn't say you should have stopped tithing on those things. He said you should do it, but you should have also added other things. Because there are weightier matters that the hypocrites were ignoring. And Jesus was doing that. But you don't know your word. When a young man comes to you and says that, if you don't sleep with me, it shows you don't love me. You don't have any word to help you. You don't have any word. That's why your roommates can tell you that everybody is doing it now. Do some. You don't have any word. And so last week, I spent time describing a spiritual baby to you. And some of you, you have been in church since, but you are a spiritual baby. You're always crying, complaining. Oh. Are you here? Some of you, as I've told you that we have a convention this week, you are telling me that I'm coming. Hey, but, but don't you know that uh, Miss Hems are coming? But a mature Christian who knows that the word of God is important will say, okay, I need to do some time management here. Yeah. I need to do some time management here. Many of you, the reason why you don't come to church when you are doing exams or doing missions is because you, you live like an unbeliever. You don't manage your time. So when the unbelievers are chatting, talking, watching films, fooling, you are doing all. So then, then you come to church. Then you now come and tell us that it's the church you are coming to. That's why you can't pass. God heard you or God heard you? God heard you. That he because. But you are a spiritual baby. Babies don't know how to manage their time. One o'clock in the morning, they are crying. Five o'clock, they are crying. 9 a.m., they are crying. They don't know how to manage their time. Spiritual baby. Every day you are complaining. Eh? I don't like the sin that they have given me in the church. And, uh, <laughs> this church, why do they make so much noise? But when, they are, when, you, when your roommate has turned up the volume of Shatawali and them, you have no problem. You ain't got no problem. Listen, if you are in church now, and you are on Facebook, eh? Or you are on TikTok. Or you are on Snapchat. May your phone spoil. May it spoil. Hold on, hold on. Hey, but pastor, why? Why am I saying me? Because the Lord has anointed me to preach a life-giving word to you. And a devil is sitting on your shoulder and telling you that the nonsense you are watching, which you can watch after service, is more important. This teaching I'm teaching, you have never heard it in your life. And that is why your Christianity, I cannot give you 20 persuades for it. And now you have come to where there is word of God and you are on your phone. Holy Ghost, don't allow. Uh, sit down, sit down, allow me to preach. Hmm. Then last week I shared with you about the spiritual child. <laughs> and all these, they are, they are scriptures. Let's quickly read some scriptures. Hey, the time is finished again. <laughs> quickly give me First Corinthians chapter 3. From verse 1, I'm quickly reading. 1 to 3. Let no man deceive himself. Okay. I, brethren, could not speak to you as unto spiritual, but as unto carnal, even as to babes in Christ. So you can see that that's a spiritual baby. 
Paul wanted to share things, but it's like, Charlie, you are a baby, you can't get it. You can't. Some of you, you have been drinking milk 25 years now. 20 years you have been drinking milk. You are about to become declared an idiot because you won't have any strength. No, I'm very serious about what I'm saying. Many years ago, I was living in a place, one of my neighbors, Lady Rebbe, I don't know if you remember the lady. She was pregnant and she brought her child to our school, the church school. When she came, she said the child was not eating. And the child was only drinking Milo. Do you remember? And the child was about five years old. He couldn't walk. He couldn't talk. Nothing was wrong with him. And we just said, you just leave him here. And she left the child. And as the child watched other children eating, he began to desire to eat some. There was nothing wrong with the child. As he began to eat, he began to walk, he began to run, he began to talk. Some of you are like that child. You have drunk milk, guy, you are still... <laughs> Ask your neighbor, are you a spaghetti? Are you a spaghetti Christian? Spaghetti, spaghetti Christian, are you a spaghetti? Then I went on last week to share with you. Let's go to Ephesians chapter 4, verse 14 and 15. Ephesians 4, I'm just... That we henceforth be no more children. Can you see it? Then it tells you what a child is. Tossed to and fro. And carried about with every wind of doctrine by the slight of men. And cunning craftiness. Whereby they lie in wait to deceive. In other words, you don't know anything about what you say you believe. And so anything somebody comes to say is okay. That is why you go and get 500 cities and buy a bottle of water that they say is anointed. I didn't mention your name. Just because you are tossed to and fro. The latest, the latest uh, person has said it. Are you there? One time. Some guy be, we met him, he was at the beach and he was rolling. Kodong, 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 ten, this way. Kodong, 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 kodong. You see, if you, if you live near the beach or you walked on the beach, you, you don't know what that means. It means the sand is in your ears, it's in your hair. Kodong, 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 kodong. Water! Where he had gone. And what they had told him that his problem will go. When he rose on the beach. And because he was a spiritual child, or even a baby, couldn't say, What verse is that? What verse is that? Toss to and fro. As you are here, if you find yourself here, God has ordained it that as you are in school, this is where you are going to be. But another person can come and say, Oh, just come and visit here. And you go because you are tossed to and fro like a child. Like a child. Don't know your left from your right. Hey, tell anybody I'm talking to you. Now today, I'm finally not only now getting to my message for today. <laughs> Which is still on these, these three, you see. So you have the baby, you have the child, but you also have the mature Christian. And I need to describe it so that if you are mature, you know that you are mature. But the truth is that many of you discover that no, this thing that's... Mm, Let's look at the Bible. How do we know when somebody is a mature Christian? Take us to Galatians chapter 5. <clears throat> Take me to verse 22. Okay. In fact, if you start from where you were, it's not bad. Oh. 
Joshua, a woman who spirit is in Ejumapa is nice. <laughs> Look at something. This I say then, walk in the spirit, and you shall not fulfill the lust of your flesh. This is one of the signs of a, of a mature Christian. Yeah, you're walking in your spirit. Your spirit is mature enough. So you don't just give in to your flesh. And the flesh talks all the time. Yeah, then it goes on. Oh, but where have you carried us again? No, 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 we won't go there. Uh-huh. No, yes, the next one, verse 17. For the flesh lusts against the spirit. The two of them are fighting all the time. And the spirit against the flesh. And these are contrary one to the other. In other words, please, you can stand. You have at least grown small now. What the spirit wants, the flesh does not want. Spirit says, I want the word of God. Flesh says, I'm feeling sleepy. Spirit says, I want to pray. Flesh says, I cannot pray at this time. I want to. Spirit says, it's time for us to fast. Flesh says, I'm feeling hungry. Have you not noticed? You, already, you don't eat breakfast usually on a normal day till 11 o'clock. But the day that we say, let's fast. When you wake up in the morning, whatever time it is, the body will be beating a drum. I am hungry. I am hungry. I am hungry. I am hungry. I am. You, that normal day, you don't eat before 11 o'clock. The day you say, body will be shouting. Now you understand. The spirit was about to do something and the flesh is going against it. Let's quickly continue. If you are led with the spirit, you are not under the law. Take us to 21. 22. If I go back to 21, it can work. Ah, showing you all the fleshly things. Envy, murder, drunkenness, rebellings. You see, say you shouldn't do these things. Are you there? Say if you do it, you won't inherit the kingdom of God. It's very simple. Verse 22. But the fruit of the Spirit, you are now seeing something. When you are born again, the Holy Spirit is with you. In Ephesians chapter 1, it says that you even receive the mark of the Holy Spirit. And then you receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit. When he is with you, there are three things. In you, upon you, with you, some fruit will begin to happen, will begin to show. The fruit is different from the gift. I can give you a gift and go away. But the fruit, it means I'm with you. So what will you begin to see? Master, keep us there. Love. Please, not the desire you had for the girl walking in front of you and come to church. No. No. That's why there's a whole chapter on love in the Bible. Love is patient. Love is kind of all those things. Let's continue. Joy. Some of you, every day, you are like a cloud as you are walking. In fact, when there's happiness, when you enter, the happiness goes away. But I'm showing you what a mature Christian brings with them. Because joy is not determined by what is going around. Yeah. That's why many times you think the pastors, we don't have problems. What is working is the spiritual joy. It's not, it's not. So the problems are there. Yeah. Yeah. Are you there? It is something that because the Holy Spirit is with you. Yeah. If you meet a really spiritual person, you kind of like to just be in their presence. And he's showing you some of the reasons why. Peace. Peace. Some of you think your face is strife. That's why even when I was putting chairs here, I had to make sure that I arranged certain people here because some of you, when you come, the fight will be too wild over here as we are standing. Long suffering. Long suffering is kind of like patience. Some of you, you have arrived. No, God must answer you instant. Who are you? Who are you? 
Hey, long suffering. In other words, you are patient. You are just flowing, moving. One trait that you have, you are What, you see, some things that happen are called life. Do you understand? Yeah. You are here, your father died early. That's life. It's not that. You see, you behave, you are so entitled. Like, because I'm a believer, my father must last forever. It's, it's not like that. It's not like that. Everybody comes to this earth, already there's a deadline on you. <laughs> so much as we are sympathizing with you, we are sorry for your loss. And you have a right to grieve. But don't grieve like an unbeliever. Don't grieve like an unbeliever. Just be patient. Hey, are you there? Yeah. One prayer answer you are looking for because I don't have this one. So me, I'm leaving the church. Me, I'm, I'm going. Me, I'm here. You have be serious. But you will see that as the Holy Spirit comes and he's with you. Long suffering. Let me tell you something. As I stand here, I've been a believer for, I don't know, I've stopped counting the years. But I can notice changes because I used to be a very hot-tempered person. Very hot. Oh, you can ask my children. Hey, shh. Our three sons, Charlie, is like an army in the house. <laughs> to just manage those three people. Are you there? But nowadays, all oh, your nonsense, I don't... I love you like that in spite of it. You know, and I realize that it's just the Holy Ghost that he's walked around me. Yeah. That's why in this church I don't allow anybody to begin to castigate you, how you are dressed, what you, because I'm like, hey, Charlie, the Lord has been patient with us. Oh. He has had mercy the way that we were. He has had mercy. So it's not that everything you are doing is right. It's just a look. Allow, allow small. Allow, allow, allow the way to work. Long suffering. Do I have everything I want in this world? No. But oh, it doesn't change how I worship God. No. Are you in the house? Yes. It doesn't change how I worship God. No, 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 no. At all. If I'm crying, cry, I'll go to him and cry. Oh, yes. It won't affect my relationship with him. No. You something small pair. In this semester, I don't even know how I'm going to pay my fees. Me, I'm going to look for a man so that the man will pay. Hey. I beg you, as you are looking for the man, remember that he's coming with his own baggage. And problems. I will share. I will share with that one with you later. Hmm. Gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance. All the, he just comes with them. So you find out that as you are, are growing in the Lord, He's just around you. Your, your whole self changes. You see, your whole self changes. Ask your neighbor. Are things changing? Small, small. You see, but for it to happen, you see, for you to have this fruit, you must be part of, you must just stick yourself to Christ. Hallelujah. Today I want to go on to one more principle because my time is not on my side. After you are saved, your mind is still the same and it must be renewed. I want you to listen carefully. There are some of you, you gave your life to Christ. When you gave your life to Christ, you were aware that there are some things in your life that you don't like anymore. You used to watch BigMama.com for six hours every day. Hey, please, so the fact that you are looking very nice and looking very innocent doesn't mean for one minute. Lady Rev, if there's one more, but they should leave now and just come. 
They're all in. Are you in the house? Yeah. You suddenly realize that, ah, I thought by this time, certain problems are, I will not be there again. I thought I was born again. How come I still feel like stealing when I don't have money? How come? I thought I've given my life to Christ. I thought the Bible says in 2 Corinthians 5.17 that all things have passed away, new things have come. If new things have come, how come? How come I'm still desiring all things? Number one, remember, it was your spirit that was born again. But your mind is still the same. Are you understanding it? Mm. Your mind is still the same. There was a man of God who was giving his testimony. And this man, in fact, he grew to have an, an exceptionally large church in the UK. And he shared about how he, his work before he gave his life to Christ. He was a, a, a pornography actor. That was his work. And somebody witnessed to him. When the person witnessed to him, he received Christ. But he, what he knows is that he earns money. So he continued. It's like, ah, his background, that's how it was. Then one day, when he was with a certain girl, he opened he saw a black figure standing in his room and he was terrified. And he, he ran away. He said, hey, that was his first understanding that something was wrong. You see, that's why I'm telling you that when you are in this church, you should understand that what you are being taught is very precious. He didn't have this teaching. That's how come he didn't know that there are things that were wrong. His background. That was when he now went to look inside the scriptures and he found in the scriptures that this is wrong. That's why the word of God says in Romans 12 too, he says, be transformed by the renewing of your mind. If you give your life to Christ, but you don't renew your mind, you will be a born-again Christian who looks like an unbeliever, who behaves like an unbeliever, who in all essence is an unbeliever. And this is the major problem of Christians today. There are some of you, if they do a pillow, you will go. Report Hall Week, you will go. Some of you will be part of the naked dancers. You will be there. Some of you are ready. Ah, you see, when I stand here and I'm saying it, then you'll be doing your face. Hey. Oh, I don't even know why you are doing that. Because you know what I'm saying is true. Yeah. Some of you, your shepherd was coming to visit you. You locked the door. And you locked the door because of who was in the room. And you said you won't come. Yeah. Are you there? Hey, if you are somebody who is a shepherd, a leader, and you are in charge of people, you have to learn to pray very wild prayers. Yeah. <laughs> pray very wild prayers. No, I'm very serious. Because if you have delivered a child before and somebody tries to spoil the child, do you think you will just sit down and watch? One of my children was eight years old when somebody wanted to introduce him to we. Oh, yes. Eight. 
What did you do? Do you think I'll just sit down and say, oh, stop it. Oh, stop it. Hey. My wildness will come. And that is how also those who are in your care be wild over them. Yesterday, somebody sent me a text and said, I am going there to sort it out. I said, brother, you are the pastor. You are, oh, yeah, bear. Go and sort it out. This, this ice water, cold water, Nambi Pambi Christianity, there's no use for it in the world, though. Or you cannot see that the world has become very wild. I'm asking if you cannot see that the world has become very wild. From last Sunday to this Sunday, as we are here preaching, 20,000 people lost their lives in one day from one earthquake. You don't be serious. Be serious. Be serious. Serious things are happening in places. The devil is clearing people and I can assure you the majority entered in hell. Why? Because Christians like you, you won't share the gospel with anybody. You won't bring anybody to church. You won't even behave like a Christian for somebody to see. Yes, that's why I'm sharing it with you and I'm sharing from here that listen. Stop conforming to the world and begin to become wild. Oh, pastor, you know, it's not like that, you know. Me, I'm a very quiet person. You are a very what person. I had one of your type in my church one time when I was in Tamale. This girl, when she comes to church, you know the type. When they even say lift up your hand. As if your muscles don't work. Then Ghana US match, World Cup. That we won, no. When we came to church on the Sunday, her leg was in bandage. So I said, Oh, I got it. what has happened? Oh. Then somebody who lives her next door neighbor said, Oh, mommy. When Ghana won the match, she ran into the streets, jubilating, running, jubilating and screaming, and the leg did. I said, Hey! When you come to church, you are like bread that has fallen into water. But when there's football, you know how to run around and you know how to scream. And some of you are like that. You come into church, you are like ice water. You cannot sing, you cannot dance, you cannot move, you can't do anything. I challenge you today. What kind of Christianity is that? What kind? Something by all means moves you. It's only that it's not God. I said, something moves you. Me, I'm sold out. I won't lie to you. I'm sold out to God. When I was an unbeliever, I was a very serious unbeliever. I was so serious an unbeliever that when I began to believe in Jesus Christ, I used to pray, please don't come tonight. Please don't come tonight. Please don't come because if you come tonight, I'm going to hell. So please, hold on, hold on. We have a couple of things we have to sort out. I was sorting out a couple of issues. But when I sorted out my issues and I gave my life to Christ, Charlie, I'm sold out. I'm sold out. I'm sold out. I'm sold out. He has only done me good. The only person in my house who doesn't go to church is the dog. Are you here? And that's why I'm speaking to you as a young person. And I'm saying that maybe you grew up in the kind of environment where you go to church to pretend. You carry your straight face. You wear your best dress. I am in your presence, Lord. Hypocrite! Hypocrite! The only people, Jesus, Jesus, he didn't have any problem with sinners. The only people he had problems with were hypocrites. Oh, yes. Things move you, but it's not God. 
things will, you talk, you have a mouth, you can talk, but when you come to church, you can't even sing. Hmm. Hey, if you argue the way the Holy Ghost will slap you now, you'll be surprised. Mount Hokoba. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Are you in the church? One time I was teaching some young boys who I was bringing up in the Lord. They were around 12, 13 years old. I taught them how to have quiet time. And they were doing long. Do you understand what I said? They are doing long. They won't do, they won't do. So one Sunday after a session, I told them, I said, sleep will elude you until you have your quiet time. Oh no, they were about 15, 14, 15. Something like that. Wednesday morning, one of them called, Mommy, I beg you, pray so I'll sleep. I said, oh, it's not a problem. Just have your quiet time. You will sleep easily. Some of you, you are going to have a very difficult semester. Yes. And know that it is the Holy Ghost who is dealing with you. Oh yes, oh yes. He's dealing with you. Father, deal with them, oh God. Deal with them. Hey. But you see, if you will allow him to deal with you, do you understand when I say deal with If you will allow him, he'll sort you out. You'll be all right. You'll be okay. Your mind must begin to change. Your mind must begin to change. Hallelujah. How do you renew your mind? Let me just finish. I want you to understand that your mind is like a computer. Whatever you put in is what will be inside. Yeah, whatever you put in. So now it's time to begin to receive the word of God. Mm-hmm. Are you there? The reason why you are so desperately in need of pornography is because that's what you've put into your mind. I don't want to go there right now. Some of you, your deliverance will come during the, during the convention. But some others to your deliverance will come as you study the word. I was also a major pornographist. That's how I got free. I just fell in love with the word. And I asked the Lord to help me to fall in love with the word. Because I didn't like the Bible. Not that I didn't like it. Maybe Anamada. It was like a, an assured sleeping pill. I said, I'll read from here to here. When I read the middle, oh, I'm, it's tomorrow morning. Yeah. But I just said to the Lord, that Lord, they say that your word is important for me. Please help me to like it. Up until today, I can just be, I mean, I just read. Amen? Oh, I said amen? We also have a lot of preaching in the house. Very good preachers. Yeah, very, very good preachers. Amen? And they will help you to enjoy the word. This semester, we're going to be visited by two of them. So Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, we have a convention here. Next week, Tuesday, Bishop Sam is going to be here with us. You know, and I want to just encourage you, carry along. I don't mind you, you are writing your notes on your phone, I don't mind. Write something, are you with me? Then go back. You see, the Bible says, go and check whether what the word says, is that how it is? Amen? Open your own Bible. Maybe it's going too fast during the preaching. Open your Bible and check it. That's a way that you begin to learn. Slowly but surely, your mind will begin to change. Hallelujah. And I need to just end by telling you, if you can, whatever you believe in, that's what you become. The Bible says, as a man thinketh, so is he. So when you begin to think in a certain way, that's how it becomes. When you begin to think that, I'm going to be a great person for God. That's how it is. When you begin to think, I've sorted my life out. That's how it is. When you begin to think. So get your thinking right, and then you see that the Lord is going to prosper you. We'll continue next week. Just stand to your feet.
You don't come early, so how for do? Time is always short. Stand to your feet. Stand to your feet and just begin to pray. Just begin to pray. And just talk to the Lord for a few minutes. And say, Lord, I just, I just want you to, to deal with me, Lord. And just, thank you so much, people. I want you to just sort me out. I realize I'm a baby Christian. I realize I'm a child Christian. I realize I'm a mature Christian. Whoever we are, we're saying that, Lord, take us another level. Because even as a mature Christian, there are levels of it. Say, so take me another level. Talk to the Lord for a few minutes. Talk to the Lord for a few minutes. Oh, yes. Talk to the Lord for a few minutes. Hey, is that how you pray? Talk to the Lord for a few minutes. Oh, yes. And some of you begin to say that, Lord, I realize I'm born again, but my mind is not correct. I want to start, I want you to correct it for me, Lord. Is I'm born again, but I love money too much. I'm born again, but I still like the girls. I'm born again, but I'm always on pornography. I'm born again, but I don't like going to church. I'm born again, but my old self seems to be there. Talk to the Lord. Talk to the Lord. I want to hear you praying. Open your mouth and pray. Open your mouth and pray. At the back, open your mouth and pray. You were not here when we were praying earlier. So please, join in now. It's prayer for yourself. Those of you joining us from other places, open your mouth and pray. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Pray, 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 pray. Lift up your voice and pray. Lift up your voice and pray. Lift up your voice and pray. And say, Lord, I'm going to start. Lord, just work on my mind. Change my mind, Lord. Help me, Lord Jesus. Help me, Lord Jesus. Oh, Lord. Help us, oh, God. Father, we are falling into other things, but renew our mind for us, oh, God. Help us, Lord. Renew our mind for us, oh, God. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Lift your voice and pray. Just for a few minutes. And if you are watching us online, join us at this time. You're also praying and saying, oh God, help me, Lord. I want to just, my mind to be transformed. I want my mind to be renewed. Help me to fall in love with the word. Help me to be able to read it and understand it and do it. Help me to enjoy preaching messages. Help me to listen to the word until something begins to change in my life. Lift your voice and pray. Lift your voice and pray. this morning you realize that you are comfortable in the Christian environment because you've always been in church but you have not received Jesus as your Lord and Savior you have never confessed him yourself you realize that you believe just as the devils believe in James chapter 2 you also believe but you have not confessed him as your Lord and Savior and you can see that and you are saying I want to change it or maybe you are here someone invited you you've never been to church before but you realize I need to be born again I need my spirit to be changed and to be made new you are here like that and you want to pray that prayer in Romans 10 9 and 10 he says that you must now confess your confess what you believe unto salvation you're saying then I want to do that please where you are standing lift up your hand just lift up your right hand just lift it god bless you just lift it god bless you i'm seeing the hands all over god bless you god bless you god bless you 
God bless you. Ashes, I need you to stand somewhere. You're going to have to direct people to get here. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. You want to give your life to Jesus. You've lifted up your hand. Or maybe you haven't, but you want to give your life to Jesus. Please, find the shortest route and come to me. Just come. Just come. Just come. Those from this side, you can just walk on top of the steps. Just come. Just come. Help them to come. There are some and many from that side. Allow them. Yes. Allow them. God bless you. God bless you. Just come and stand. Just come. Oh, yes. At the back, your heart is beating. You are saying, I'm in this thing. I need to give my life to Christ. I'm one of them. They are describing me. Just come. Come on, sing it. Jesus is knocking at the door of your heart this morning. The Bible says, as he knocks, says, if you will open your heart, I will come. There is more space. Just come. Just come. Step out and come. You are ready to say that. No, no, no. I am ready to make a confession for Jesus. Come. Just come. I'm giving you a few more minutes. understand that whether you feel something or you don't feel something, a major change is occurring in your life today. You want to open your mouth and pray these words after me and in the congregation support us and join us. You want to say, Lord Jesus, I come to you today as a sinner. Please wash me in your blood. Cleanse me from my sins. Please write my name in the book of life. Lord Jesus, from today, from today, from today, you are my Savior and you are my Lord. I thank you for saving me. 
In Jesus' name have I prayed. Amen. Now I want you to lift up one finger like this. We are going to make a declaration. You want to say Satan? Satan. Me and you is finished. I will not serve you again. I belong to Jesus. Jesus is my savior. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. Father, I lift up all these young ones before your throne of grace. I pray, oh God, may they never go back. May they stick to you and may their lives be dramatically changed. May they know that they are born again in Jesus' name. Amen. And amen. We believe that you have been blessed by this message. For more information, you can follow us on Facebook, Fountain of Life Cathedral, and on Instagram and Twitter at FOLCIDS. God richly bless you. Oh